Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a uh, post-Aaron Rodgers torn, ruptured, injured Achilles podcast. Not that that's what it'll be about. Al, what's up? I was wondering about this with sports, Jerry. Like, we're sports is supposed to be the the thing we escape to, right? But it feels like more and more sports is the source of trouble for people. It can be. It can be, right? It can also be glorious. It can, it can be. also just be entertainment, which is essentially what yeah. it is. Yeah, I was trying to figure out like like what people does this really ruins their the absolute season. diehards. Yeah, like a Joe Beningo type. Oh yeah, yes. Now you're still going to be invested in it. You did win last night. You did beat um, a really good team in the Bills, and I don't know why you wouldn't still be into this team. I mean, you've got one of the best defenses in the NFL. Um, you've got unbelievable skill players. Like that's kind of like what you will hear in the warm up show soon. There's yeah, it sucks, but they, this is still should be a 10-win team and a playoff team. <coughs> Excuse me, Jerry. Oh, boy. <coughs> Having a little coughing fit. Yeah. I was also thinking, like, like my brother-in-law, they bought tickets to go to yeah. Dallas. There are Jet fans that are going, traveling yes. all over the place. A lot of Jet fans there Sunday. Yeah, and and uh, going to all the away games uh, because of Aaron Rodgers and and people who bought season tickets and all. Sure. That. It's just so weird. There's really nothing. 
No guarantee, though. Yeah, Even if he's healthy, what if he played like crap? Right. That's the weird thing. That's like the unique thing about sports, I think. You either know, love we, it or you don't. Yeah, but I'm saying like the, the everything with sports has gotten very expensive to yes. do, you know. So you are really gambling with your money. If you're, you're doing, that invested in it. Yeah, emotionally. Well, yeah, not e- well. I guess. I mean, like, I've gone on trips to see the Cowboys when they weren't good. I they weren't a Super Bowl team. <laughs> didn't even like. I remember going in. Oh crap! Oh oh eight. I don't even remember. Maybe oh. It was right before I started with you guys. Um, with a friend of mine, went to went to um, Texas Stadium, and it was before I went with Kim and the boys, uh, which we did oh eight Thanksgiving. They weren't good either year. I had a blast. I had a blast. Yeah, but you probably didn't pay. If they were r- really good, you would have paid a lot more money probably. Maybe, but it was also one of the, the travel. Yes and no. It was one of the cowboy travel companies. So, like, you can do cowboys travel now, and they're really good. And I don't know that if they weren't good, the price would be different. Hotels cost the same. The planes cost the same. The uh, the bus they get for you is the same, the tailgate's the same, and they have a deal with the team for tickets. But you're right. Yes, if you want to go to StubHub, you're paying a lot of money for these games. You're absolutely right. And it sucks if the team sucks or lays right. an egg or that happens. But I'm trying to think. It's really the only form of entertainment where you're paying big money and it could really suck. Yeah, well, so can a vacation. Yeah. I've been on bad vacations that cost five thousand dollars. I don't know if you heard, Jerry. I was once on a cruise where my <laughs> uh, partner got got off, got off at every stop, thinking she was going to fly home. Oh, that's a great, but that's a great example. Like you have no idea. Like we joke about it, but we don't know what today, tomorrow, the next day brings. Whether it's day to day life, vacation, a game, you don't know. It's life experiences. Yeah, like you said. Yeah, I mean, you if you bought. Giants Cowboys tickets as a Giant fan, and we're all pumped up. Yes, and they lost forty to nothing. You got hit on the head, and you took it up the ass all at the same time. Absolutely, and it poured, and it poured right. Oh my gosh! Yes, and it poured. Whereas, like, if you go see Taylor Swift, you're most likely, based on reviews, yeah, not going to get a bad show. Nope, probably not. Could happen. Could happen. Just like I could book a trip to Aruba, and I could get three days of rain. That's true. Not supposed to happen. Like the one time I was there, I was only there for two days. It rained both days. That's true. I remember my mom saying, you must be the unluckiest person in the world because it never rains there. Really? It poured. Yeah, I guess that's true. I really, I don't know why I was only thinking sports is this disappointing. It's life. Big money thing. How about people that get married thinking they're entering into Shangri-La and six weeks later want to kill each other? And that could get pricey, Jerry. Yes, it can. It's really every... How about when you buy the car that you think you want? Mm-hmm. And then you've got buyer's remorse. I don't know. Get the dog you think you want and you want to return it two weeks later. These are good points, Jerry. But you're worried about fan backlash. <laughs> These are great points you're bringing up. It's life. Yeah. Why is life so disappointing? <laughs> Generally disappointing. Uh, I would say the only way life is not disappointing is if you are independently wealthy single, don't have any pets, no friends, and you just watch the TV that you enjoy. Hmm. It's not very fulfilling or rewarding, right. but it will not be disappointing. The more you try to enjoy life, the more opportunities for disappointment. That is very true. I would like that in the calendar next year. Uh, I will write that down for next year. 
<laughs> this one's already printed. Okay, for for twenty twenty five. Yes. What was that again? The more, the more you try to enjoy life, the more opportunities for disappointment. That's true, right? The more friends you have, yeah. The more people you get involved with, mm-hmm. all of a sudden there are other avenues for you to get hit over the head or take it in the ass. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, it's very true. And the more mm. you trust people. Yes. I shouldn't even say trust because that's, again, nonsense. The more you believe people will do the right thing and then they don't. Right. Over and over and over again. It is incredible how much, no matter the closest person to you, that you don't really know everything about them. No, you don't. Not your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your girlfriend, your wife. The only The only person you know everything about is you. Yeah, like I was watching uh, the uh, an ID channel show about the Long Island serial killer, and the voiceover person was like, this is Bubba, his wife, this wife, so-and-so. She didn't know she was sleeping with a serial killer for 20 years. Could you imagine? Wow, you really did not know you were sleeping with a serial killer. Is right. And you would think, as a husband and wife, you know about as much as anybody. Yeah. You don't know. Anytime they back that car out of the driveway, you really don't know where they're... You have an idea. Mm-hmm. They might tell you, but you don't really know exactly where no they're idea. going. They might go to work like they say, but what happens on the way to work? What happens during their break? What happens when they leave work? Do they come straight home? Did they stop somewhere? You don't know. They could be a serial killer. We don't know. Yeah. Serial killer, serial cheater. That's all extreme, but yeah. highly possible. They could be going to a bar for drinks Yes. to feed their... Alcohol addiction. They could be, as we've seen this in the past, they could be gay. Mm-hmm. And that's how they hide it. Good point. That's There's a lot one. of crazy stuff right. that could be going on. The hidden life we lead sometimes, Jerry. I think everybody has something or some things mm-hmm. that you don't reveal to others. Right. I mean, you find me someone that doesn't hide something. And I'm a, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing well, either. You're allowed to have private things. Yeah. Even though you're married. It doesn't have to be anything salacious or bad. Maybe they're just feelings you have about whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. I just don't think that anybody exists on this planet that doesn't have something. Right. You just hope it's not having sex with a furry. Correct. Or an animal. Yes. Or killing people. All three of those. Right. Those are all bad things. Mm Mm-hmm. Although I guess if you have sex with a furry, a person in a animal costume, and you're into it, they're into it, you're both that's fine, n- not then. cheating, then it's solid. I guess that's Sounds fine. Sounds like a fun time. Yes. All right. We'll leave it with animals. Okay. You're right. I was also noticing uh, when I was doing my laundry the other day, and I was folding my clothing, and I, and I did this. I looked at every, every T-shirt I had mm. as I folded it. Everything, nothing is made in America. Uh, a lot's not. But why do, like, all my shirts are made in China, Vietnam, Vietnam, Mm -hmm. South Korea. So why do we always attack Nike? Like, why do we go after Nike and the sneakers? I think because, I'd have to check this, I think because Nike has done business in China in the past. I'd have to check that. No, but I'm saying, like, the the T-shirts I'm buying, why are we not going after those companies? Well, because not communist countries. No, but it's China, I'm saying. Like, if your T-shirt is being made in China, yeah, is Vietnam communist country? I don't believe... Well, don't that know. was the whole part of the Vietnam War, was to prevent the spread of communism oh, from I the see. North Vietnamese to the South Vietnamese. 
If you ask me right now, I should know the answer to this. I'm yeah, not 100% I don't either. sure. I yeah, don't me know. neither. I don't stupid. think I don't think so, but yeah. I'm not I am not i am not 100% sure. I just also wonder like how much cuz uh, you know, this is clearly all about profit, right? And if you can well, yeah. get stuff made in China cheaper. Well, Malaysia's a big one too. Then, but I always try to think like what is the right thing to do to also make a profit to make where a it doesn't profit have to be crazy and make it affordable for people to buy. Like everybody that wants to scream about made in America, which I'm all for. I I'm down with that. But if I can make t-shirts that are made in Hong Kong, Malaysia, Vietnam, wherever, and then you get the shirts here and you print them here and you can sell a t-shirt for $27, $28, which is about the going right now. Oh yeah. At least least more in some case, let's say 30 bucks. Or you're going to run a factory here in America where they have union laws and, and minimum minimum um, wages that have certainly gone up, up, up. And that same shirt is going to cost you, you can't sell it for less than $45 as opposed to 30 to make the same profit or a good profit to where you can run a company. Does the consumer want to pay 30 or 45 30. Like you can't have it both ways. I know. It just it's, it really bothers me because then you hear of like CEOs – making sure. $80 million, and you go, well, what if we made the cheap T-shirts in America that cost $10 more and you didn't make $60 million? Right. You could you could make that case. You could make that case. But then you'll have the people saying, well, why do we have to limit what you can make? Right. Now, all of a sudden, you're getting – you get into a gray zone there. For sure. You start walking a tightrope, as they say. Yeah. Oh, it just bugs me. Like, I want to make things in America. I agree. But then we also can't have ridiculous unions that expect all these things that are not realistic. Also, ah, it's so confusing. The Gary. problem are the are the poor wages that these other countries pay. Yeah. That's I mean, to be honest, that's the biggest problem. Right, but like what like okay, so what would it cost to make a t-shirt in in America? I, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. Like it can't cost more than five dollars. Do you want to start a t-shirt printing business in America, where we make the t-shirts? Yeah, like I feel like it probably doesn't cost more than five dollars. So, if you're selling it for thirty, you tell me a twenty-five dollar profit on a t-shirt's not enough. It's almost like when I when I uh, see things like in restaurants when I go to a restaurant, and all yeah. you hear about is you know when people are like, oh, I'd love to own a restaurant. Oh, it's the biggest failing business in the country. Like it's very difficult to run a restaurant. Very small. Why are they small margins? They're not small margins. They're actually big margins. So, the, like, if I if I, I I think the problem with restaurants is if you're not a busy, consistent restaurant, I believe the the biggest issue is the food supply that you have and what you throw out. Okay. So, if I let's say, for instance, and this is where this is the lack of consistency. If I've if I'm packed one night. The next night, there's no one there or no one comes in for three or four days. I know that sounds crazy, but I do think that happens, which is why restaurants close. And I'm trying to order for the next week. What the hell am I ordering? (laughs) So if I buy 77 pounds of chicken cutlets, I don't know, I'm throwing that out there, thinking we're going to have a big week and we wind up selling 14 pounds of chicken cutlets, um, that costs money and it goes right in the trash. Because it's spoiled, it's no good. 
I think the biggest problem for a restaurant, which is why bars probably do better than restaurants because those bottles are corked <laughs> and you can have a vodka bottle up there for a year, is the the freshness of the food unless you're going to go all frozen. Yeah, which then then people don't like, so they don't right. go to those restaurants. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I never thought of it that way because I always looked at it like, you know, you you got like a piece of salmon, a nice piece of salmon might cost in the store seven dollars. Yeah, and then they're they're you're, they're putting a couple little potatoes with it, which don't cost anything. Uh, maybe a tiny little bit of broccoli, and they're charging like thirty eight dollars mm-hmm. for that. You're not paying your waiters and waitresses. I'm also paying that as the customer. Right. So I'm wondering, like, how do these places fail? But that, I guess that's, that, that I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. I'd love to hear from uh, if people can direct message me who are in the restaurant business. I'd love to know what the if that's true what Jerry's saying about the uh, the food spoiling. I would be so. I even think of that like with um, uh, you know, I always talk about oh, I'd love to run a coffee shop. Yeah. How much co- like how far in advance can I? order coffee how good does it stay mm-hmm. and everything like the cups how many cups do i need which is why it'd be much easier to buy an existing one and let the owner train you and look at the books and see what the the sales are and what the sale charts show as opposed to starting new yeah not knowing what you're doing like you could fail right from the start only because you don't know what you're doing it's pretty simple well, I'm going to buy coffee thinking I'm going to have 180 customers a day. And you buy all that coffee and you're averaging 23 customers a day to get started. Uh-oh. Right. <laughs> or you do the opposite. You think you're going to get 100 customers a day and 200 show up. Great problem to have, except that can ruin your business too. Right. The other thing I was thinking of, like I remember I went to a coffee shop in town that I really love uh, a couple years ago. And uh, I got the, the coffee was so hot, Jerry. Mm-hmm. And I... The lid was not going on yeah. right. I was like, if this place bought thousands of these cups and they're 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 faulty in the way that they do, they're screwed. They're screwed. Yes, because one, they don't have cups right now. Good ones that will hold the thing, and all the money they put out for these cups that are now is now useless. Right, you might get it back on a return, but in the meantime, in the now, yeah, you're screwed. Yes, that is true. I told you, I I've told you before. I think when I used to deliver pizza. I was 18, I think, 18 or 19, I don't remember, but I only did it for about, I want to say four months, three months, four months, something like that. And the only reason I stopped, the money was great. The the cool thing about that, uh, being a waitress, a waiter too, was the amount of cash I would go home with at the end of every shift. Like I'd go into work with $8 in my wallet and then you deliver pizza on a Thursday night and I would go home with $212. Like, yeah. wow, that's kind of cool. So I remember going in one day for my shift and... Walked in and everybody looked like someone had shot the owner's dog. Like it was, what's the matter? We have problems. What's the problem? So-and-so left the refrigerator, the freezer door open overnight. All the inventory ruined. And the owners never saved money. They like, they just assumed it's a pizza place. We are going to make it until we don't. They never saved anything. So they didn't have the money to pay the vendors because he had a boat. He had a pickup truck. He would come in, just collect cash. He was never there. Well, that was like two days after the big weekly delivery. It ruined them. Pizza place closed within within day. We were closed that day, and they didn't have enough funding to restock. Yeah, and that place never opened again. And it was popular. Like it was a it was a good place. I, I remember. I remember. I remember going like, 
So am I out of a job? <laughs> so yes, yes, Jerry, yeah, Jack the whole thing is out of a job. falling apart. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I wonder like what's a what's the best business that you have some fail safes against, like these things we're talking about. Like I don't know that there supply is supply. Yeah, because even if you say a bar, having gotten involved with this Pool Avenue bar with the cornhole, the insurance is nuts. And as one of the owners tells me, he doesn't take a deep breath every single morning until about 11 o'clock, hoping that no one acted like an ass, drove drunk, and killed someone. Like, there's risk in a lot. Right. Liquor license in New Jersey in particular, very expensive. Yeah, absolutely. you're right, the insurance. Yeah. Even like we've looked into how expensive it is, if you're doing it right, to have a spot on the sidewalk in New York selling hot dogs. Mm Mm-hmm how much the license is for that. Isn't it like year. half a million dollars? Yeah, it was something crazy. Like if you're up by the museums, yeah, and they, they they charge you based on your location. I always get a kick out of, we we run the Cornhole League, and I always get a kick out of people that are like, oh, you're killing it here. You know, can we up the prize money? No. Like we can't up the prize money. Like you don't understand. So like I'll give you a for instance. So if we have, let's say we have, I think we're going to have 46 teams in this fall league. Wow. And people are like, $250 a team, 46 teams. Holy crap. So you start to run through it in your head. You're like, 46 times 250. That's like $9,000 you, that you guys are making. <laughs> no, 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 no. First things first, let's talk about what we pay the gym. So right off the bat, we've got to pay $3,000 to the gym for the season. So 9000 now 6000 By the way, how many, how many winners do we have? Well, you have four. No, we actually have eight. What do you mean? Well, the four champions get five hundred dollars each. That's two grand. Six just went to four. They're like, "Well, what do you mean we have eight? I'm like, "Well, the second place prize is free entry into the next season. Plus, if you win, you get the five hundred plus the free entry. That's another thousand. That's another two thousand dollars. Yeah, that we're now down to two thousand dollars off that nine. Plus, I got to pay my accountant. Plus, I got to pay to file taxes. Plus, I've got to pay insurance. Like at the end of it, we split like nine hundred dollars. Yeah, it's not much money at all. There's a monthly fee for the software we use. There's a monthly fee. It's it's nuts actually how much money it costs to run it. Well, so what if a beanbag breaks? Well, yeah. Well, okay. Equipment. So when we buy new boards and we're getting to a point where we're going to have to replace a couple of them, two hundred and fifty dollars for each set. Like that comes off the top number. And everyone thinks you're making all this money. And then I'd love to sit down with people and show you all these fees. And, like, we barely make anything to where we're like, why are we doing this? Honestly, like, what are we doing this for? Yeah. And so I know me and my partner, we're at a point where we're thinking, hmm, maybe one more or two more seasons. And we'll kind of, it's just not worth it. Yeah, I know, like, when I think about restaurants and how they're not making more money, I, I've got to be missing things like that that I'm not It's expensive. thinking of. It's very expensive. Inventory stuff. Running a business is expensive. Yeah. More than you can, more than I ever thought. I was even thinking about, I remember the one day I was Googling like best businesses to have. Yeah. And vending machines comes up all yes. the time. And, but I've, you know, we have vending machines around here and I look around and I'm like, there's sometimes the vending machine is broke and maybe the guy who owns the vending machine has no idea it's broke. Correct. And just days and days are going by. Of missing profits now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and I'm that, sure he pays Odyssey something to have the machines in absolutely. here. Because you're paying using, rent and space. Yeah, you're paying rent and space. Got to maintain it. 
You got to know what products to put in there that are going to move. Also, got to know how to fix it. Yeah, you got to know how to fix it, yes. If you don't, you're now paying someone to fix that machine. Yeah. I know. I know. So many things like that. There's no, The only thing that's easy if you're going to do a business, and when I say easy, I mean no repair, is if you're doing a business of you. Like if Al Dukes was a consultant and someone is just, it's Al Dukes LLC and someone is paying you for your time. Yeah. Now you're going to have to pay your state, you know, fees every year. Um, and there are fees every year. So that it does come with a cost, but not like the cost we're talking about, about having rent and lease, you know, lease payments right. and insurance. I mean, some of the stuff is just out of control. Yeah, I think like when once people were able to start working from home, small businesses, um, instead of having like a even renting small office mm-hmm. space, if you're able to do that from home, that's got to help out a lot. But, you know, if you're going, I always think that too, like if you're a restaurant or somebody in like one of these strip malls, you're a bagel store, you're a coffee shop. And then all of a sudden, because I know this happened in Asbury Park recently, the owner goes, uh, next year, this rent is going up, you know. Yeah skyrocket the rent meanwhile you built out the entire restaurant or coffee shop inside now if you go to want to go somewhere else your customers don't know where you went you're gonna have to build all that in a new place now a good a a good mall owner will at least give you half of the build out cost with when you sign a five-year lease oh okay usually i only know that from my 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 friend's company now yeah in their case they will, especially for a big known company, not a mom and pop, but let's say they bring in Domino's as an example, they will they will pay for the build out. They'll pay for Domino's to look like Domino's, but they might sign an eight year lease agreement. So that does now you're taking a risk, but you're also going on track record, stats, franchise, you know, strong financially. Yeah. That you think it's not much of a risk that they're going to be gone in two years and you're going to have to go chase money down. That does happen too. But yeah, if, yeah, if you're going to go start Al's Boring Coffee House, I don't know that a, I don't think a mall owner would say, I'll build it for you. <laughs> you could be gone in 90 days. <laughs> right. But it's a good point. And that's the other thing too is that what the, the rent rates, like when we were looking to get like warehouse flex space, to start to do our own league to where I didn't have to pay. Because paying $3,000 per season for the cornhole, think about what we're paying. It's only for one night a week I'm paying. Wow. So if I have to pay, basically, it's each season's nine weeks, but we need usually a buffer week for, like, makeup. So we pay 10 weeks. It costs us three grand a season. Well, that's a lot of money if it's one night. That said, so we were looking. But even all these companies that have like open space that's been vacant for months, if not years, they're charging ridiculous rates. It's just so we've never gone forward with it. Do you think if they don't get the rates and the place sits empty, that's like some sort of tax write-off? It might be. It has to be. Which is why they're not taking a lower amount. Yeah. You would think. Maybe they may get to go write it off as losses on their tax ledger. They just write it off, Jerry. Yeah. Everyone's writing everything off except me. You don't write anything off. I don't write anything off. My, I write off my taxes, my, uh, what do you call it? Property taxes. Can't and do that either anymore. Mortgage insurance. Right, you're right. It barely comes off. You Nothing can put there. it in. Yes. But before Trump, you get a big, big bump. <laughs> Friggin' Trump. Now it's like the program laughs at you. <laughs> oh, you paid 12000 <laughs> 
We'll give you $400. Yeah, not even <laughs> close to getting no, money back. It's nothing. No, it's really true. screwed me. Yeah, it sure did, Jerry. Yep. All right, let's do the warm-up show. We'll All be right. back here tomorrow. The good news is we will probably will not have any more bad news locally. How do you know? That's a good point. How do you know? My dad, I don't know, Jerry. All right, so. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, give us time. All right, a couple minutes after 5 o'clock, what do you say? The Eddie Scazzeri, nice to see you. And across from me on just a bizarre morning, his name is Al Drew Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. My uh, Alexa device this morning really buried the lead. All right, so let me ask you this real yeah. quick. Were you more surprised with your Alexa results from Monday morning or... How you were misled by your Tuesday morning Alexa results. I was misled by my Tuesday morning Alexa. I did, I, ro- I rolled over, 2 a.m. alarm. I go, Alexa, who won the Jets game last yeah. night? Yeah. She goes, oh, the Jets uh, won 22-16 in overtime. I was like, oh, I took them over to overtime. Oh, okay. But certainly good news for us. You would think. And I so went you would trotting think. down the stairs, Jerry, to fire up my coffee. My dog curled up in a ball. And then I opened up my news app, and uh, there it was. I was like, despite Aaron Rodgers' injury, I was like, what are they talking about? Yeah, I was watching this what? last night, and when he doesn't get up, yeah, I'm like, oh come on, like what? There was a, it was a nothing sack. I'm like, and then they show the replay. I'm like, all right, ankle doesn't seem to twist, foot doesn't seem like it fell off. I'm like, and then when they bring the card out, well, a couple things. When he goes to the tent, you're like, huh. Then it was taking him a really long time to get out of the tent. 
And then they show you the cart coming over. I'm like, you have got to be kidding. Yeah. And away we went. So they're not saying yet that it's a torn Achilles. They're saying it's an Achilles injury. Is that uh, correct? Yes. But as Robert Salas said at the um, at the podium, it's not good. And he'll get an MRI today, which will yeah. show. I think we'll know by noon what the extent of the damage is. If it's, listen, could it be a slight tear? Sure. I, I don't know that it's not. I mean, maybe it's a slight tear. He's in a walking boot and he comes back in December. If it's a full tear or a rupture, um, he like that could be it. Yeah. Or he doesn't want to go out this way and he puts the work in and he's back, let's say, next September. I don't know. I don't know how long something like that. I know I tore my Achilles when I was 14 or 15. I forget how old, maybe even 16. And it was painful. And that was just a tear. And that was about 10 weeks, 8 to 10 weeks. I know Brandon Tierney ruptured his Achilles, and it was horrific. So I don't know what this injury is, but I'll tell you one thing. And I did think this, too, at the time. When they're showing you Vinny Testaverde out there, what do we do? No offense to Vinny. That's the last guy I wanted to see out there. Knowing the expectations, the feeling, it felt like the same thing going back to that season in 99. And then you show him, and I don't believe it. I mean, I said five different people. Do you believe in curses now? Do you believe it? No, I don't. I, I think that sucks what happened, and I can't explain it. But why are we tempting fate? Well, come on. Yeah, you know what's strange, too? For whatever reason, and I'm a Jet fan, Jerry, one of my multiple teams that I'm a fan <laughs> of. He'll now be dropped. <laughs> I I don't feel, I still strangely don't feel this is a disaster. No, because their defense is phenomenal. Their defense is good, and I don't know, Zach Wilson, to me, didn't look so bad. No, matter of fact, I actually, you can make the case. He had a couple of bad, he did have a couple of bad throws, but he also had, how about the one scramble where he goes, they were on, they were in field goal range. I forget where we were. They were going right to left on the field. They're in field goal range. It's a third down play. He's being chased all over the world. He looked like Roger Staubach back in the day. And he was quick and fast enough to get to the sideline. I think he was at the 50-yard line to just chuck it out of bounds. Um, I thought he made good plays last night when he had time. And part of the problem, too, last night was he was under siege, like Rodgers was in those first four plays. When he had time, he made some really good throws, especially in those slant patterns. But a lot was very underneath. And the catch by Garrett Wilson is just one of the – you can give me all these great catches. That was – incredible what he did last His night. His touchdown catch to make it uh, 13-13. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, just an unbelievable, the amount of concentration to tip the ball to yourself with the defender draped all over you. Um, I agree. I don't, to me, the season's not over. Uh, yes. I don't, I'm totally with you on that. Yeah, it doesn't feel, as much as this should feel like a total disaster, I don't know why it well, Because they sacked yet. Josh Allen five times. They forced him into two fumbles. I don't understand what those two interceptions were, the ones down the field. But the third one is a great play on the ball because their defense is really good. And Brees Hall looked good. Looked great. Uh, Dalvin Cook had a couple nice runs. Like, you got Dalvin Cook, and you don't need him to carry the ball 25 times a game. And what a luxury. I know. It feels like, you know, all these, you know, the Jets had players from the draft, which are now another year 
of of experience. Then they got these guys that came over just because Aaron Rodgers was yeah. coming over. Coaches came over just because Aaron Rodgers. Now we got all those in place. And don't discount Rodgers' relationship with Wilson. Yes, Jerry. Yes, yes, I do yes. think, and we talked about this at the time, it doesn't mean that Zach Wilson's going to be here for the long haul. We have no idea what's to come. However, him hanging out with um, Aaron Rodgers all summer there's no way that was a bad thing. It can only make him better. So I, I'm with you. I'm not going to go. You can certainly go glass 90% empty if you want. But I'm going to look at what I saw last night that tells me this team is going to win games. Now, I don't know that they're a Super Bowl team anymore. I don't. That's going to be up to the quarterback to take that next two steps. But this is not a team that should lose six straight to end a season. This is not a team that should be a bad team in December. This should still be a playoff team. And then I'm seeing uh, on uh, Twitter this morning and all the social medias, you know, everyone's coming up with their list of quarterbacks the Jets, Jets must call. No, I don't want some has been or I, I'm not interested. I in do another... agree they need a backup, though. OK, but a backup, not somebody that's going to come in and take Zach Wilson's spot. No, I think it's always good to push him. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Competition's fine, but he he's going to be given this opportunity. Yeah. And it's going to be up to him how he performs, how he deals with the team. And it's going to be, his, this is, this is with er, the way everything went for Zach Wilson early in his career, the first couple of years, this is his greatest opportunity right in front of him. Right Jerry, now. this could be a future sports documentary. It could be. It could be. What about that dude who's the backup now who was like Aaron Rodgers backup at some point in Green Bay? He's still on the team, right? Who's it? Boyle? Pat Boyle, yeah, or uh... yeah, Boyle. He's I, that. That is the backup. <laughs> yeah, not Correct. Pat Boyle. I don't know what his name is. That was my. Yeah, you're being. We hilarious. have a Pat Boyle here, Jerry, which is, would make that hilarious. Is that who you want to come in? If that, that's why I would say I would go out and look for a backup quarterback. Like he's their third guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know who else, Jerry. I just need. I just need Zach Wilson. I need Zach Wilson's mom to step it up. I need everybody in the Zach Wilson family. I need the hot new girlfriend to help out here. Any type of situation we could get to pump Zach Wilson up. I liked seeing Zach Wilson on Hard Knocks. I thought he was very relaxed and casual. Yeah, because he didn't think he was playing. Yeah, so (laughs) my question to you then is this, too. So now he's got a week to know he's playing against the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Is it better to just be thrown into the fire like he was last as night? As long as you're prepared, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I because you got no I don't think you've got any nerves going in. He's probably going to that game last night with headphones on, paid vacation day, and I yeah. got a front row seat. Right. And then all of a sudden, I'm sorry, what was this? You now? Okay. You gotta be ready. Yeah, you have to be ready. So they say prepare like you're gonna play. Yeah. I don't know. This MetLife Stadium, Jerry's under fire. Uh, the turf. But it's it's Yes, but it's if you listen to players, they hate field turf. They want to play on grass. Yeah. I'm with them. I mean, I, I, I can't stand turf. I don't know what's going on at that stadium. Maybe it's more than the turf. Bruce Springsteen performs there, and right after his show, he's gone now for over a month. Well, with he's got a, an ulcer. Ulcer injury. I an blame, ulcer injury? <laughs> I blame the air over there. Okay. The Giants get blowed out over there, 40 to nothing. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers' season ends in four plays. Yeah. That's a tough two days Let's at that Let's tear stadium. that place down. <laughs> You're not going to tear it tear down. Tear it down. But what you can do is replace it with grass, even though they just put in new turf. I don't care. Let's get new grass. Let's get some sod over there, Jerry. Yeah, they're not doing it. Both uh, teams are away this weekend. We get the sod in starting today. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. 
Because the, the Giants and Jets are both on the, the Giants road. are in Arizona. Jets are in Dallas. <laughs> believe that's Brandon's first jet away. Yes. Where they were expecting to go watch Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. My brother-in-law and my nephew are going. Are they really? Cowboy game because they love Aaron Rodgers. Well, I hope they like Zach Wilson and Quinn and Williams. <laughs> Let me ask you this. If Aaron Rodgers' season is done, yeah, do they remove him as a fifty uh, as part of the roster? You would put him on injured reserve. Is he allowed to be at practice every day and at the yeah. games on the sideline? Yeah, why not? I don't know. I don't. He's going to be in street clothes. Like could be in a suite. Could but be I'm on saying the like sideline. he could still be an integral part of the coaching staff for Zach Wilson. He can have a huge impact still on Zach. Now he's got to have to do. I'm sure, surgery, assuming this is the worst, because, again, we don't know what, what the injury is. But yeah. let's say he needs to have surgery, so you would expect him not to be around for a while, because if he has surgery, he's going to have surgery and then rehab. So I wouldn't expect him there every day until he's back on his feet a little bit. We need that UFO to land and heal Aaron Rodgers' ankle. You think the aliens have incredible healing powers like I would that? hope so. Yeah. We need oh. that. Uh, so he needs to go to that same place he was where he saw that UFO on draft uh, when he was up here for the draft. We need that alien to come down and heal him. We're going to need all those crystals uh, right. on that ankle of his. All of that, what you just said. Think yeah. about that. The crystals, the wishing things into, I forget how he referenced it, yeah. but manifestation. Yep. And if you think things into good results, it's all a bunch of crap. Honestly. Because if that's the case, he'd be upright. They would have won. I don't care how they won last night, but he'd be healthy. Now what? Let's do a cold fraud. Fraud. (laughs) Let's do a cold plunge where we drop crystals in the cold plunge. He puts his foot in there and heals it. By the way, where is that uh, mind reader from yesterday that said she saw unbelievable? And maybe she's still right. Maybe it'll be Zach Wilson leading them. No, no. But she. This is the funny thing. The. Sports astrologer said yesterday, she said she sees great things for Aaron Rodgers in December, January. Right. So maybe he comes if, back If in he December. ruptured his Achilles, then maybe she meant next December, next January. But if he only tore partially, then... If it's partial. We'll know how good the sports astrologer is. If she... I'll tell you this. If... And I believe you were out when she called us last week or two That's weeks ago. That's what said. I, I, I was not in. Right. Also, she when I looked at school. her, I went to her call log. Right. It, it She must have called from a different number because it didn't say she had called that. That was, right, was Mary Eddie. That was who it was. Yeah, she called in last week. Oh, Mary. That's a different person. Oh, it's a different person? Yeah. She, yeah, that's a different person than the sports astrologer. Oh, okay, because she also was a sports yes, astrologer. You're right, but I but was she, here for that. Yes, when she told us that she went to school to learn it. Yes. Huh. That is a different woman. I didn't realize that was a major now in college. Yes. We have multiple... Uh, sports astrologers calling the program now, Jerry. But it, and it also goes to show, too, like, you just don't know. Like, at any given moment, a muscle can go, a ligament can snap, an Achilles can tear, rupture, whatever. It's like, you can't go. You can sit here and say, we're not playing in the preseason because we're worried about injury. Okay, great. Then look like crap week one, like a lot of teams did. Let's fear injury. And then what happens when you go out there and play? You get injured. It happens, and it's going to continue to happen. Here's the way I'm going to choose to look at this, Jerry. There are things we can't control, like Aaron Rodgers' freak injury. Yeah. But we can control our attitude going forward, Jerry. I am all in on Zach Wilson 
until he throws four picks against the Cowboys Sunday, and then on Monday, this guy stinks. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Cowboy defense is very good. They so are. I'm not sure I'm going to fully judge Zach Wilson based on Dallas Cowboys. This is game. a tough one for you this week. This is very tough. Two year. of your seven favorite teams <laughs> <laughs> going head to head. Oh, yeah. No, no like, doubt how do about you, it. This is not a game you're watching Red Zone. I'm sorry. You're watching this game on Sunday. I'm rooting for the Jets. No, that's not what I'm asking. Oh, you. okay. What are you, when you sit down to watch this game, you just said you're you just said you're rooting for the Jets. Correct. But I thought you were really a Cowboy fan growing up. I was growing up. I can't take this guy. Growing up, I Hit was a Hit the big fraud cowboy. thing again. I can't no take fraud. this guy. No fraud, Jerry. Fraud! Fraud! You are something special. I also watched uh which I would like to discuss also on the other side, in addition to more Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. I went back and rewatched the giant cowboy game. Okay. On the uh, you know on the yeah, NFL yeah. Plus like yeah. the, the forty five minute mm-hmm. version, and I have some thoughts on that, Jerry. Uh, okay, so let's take a break. We can have some thoughts on the Giants and Cowboys coming up next, and then uh, more on Aaron Rodgers. That oh, yeah. is the news from last night that was circulating all over the world. Aaron Rodgers likely a season ending injury to his Achilles, but we will find out for sure coming up later today. Boomer and Gia with all of this at six on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 25 after 5 on the fan. All the conversations you can imagine is about Aaron Rodgers. The Jet win last night, too, and I would like to give before we move on to the Giants wrap-up week one and then get to your fraudulent list going forward. I'd like to give props to Chaz Surratt. Now, who, who is that, Chaz Surratt? He is number 55 on your Jets, and he makes... Now, the Jets probably win the game anyway last night in overtime without scoring the touchdown because of the re- return by Gibson. Because at this point, look, right on the schedule. Oh, I, oh, you missed it. Anyhow, he makes the block that really springs Gibson probably at about the 35-yard line that lets him kind of go the rest of the way for the touchdown. So, Chaz Surratt, I salute you. Good because job. Because you're probably not going to be acknowledged. Right. No one's heard of you. But you made the block. Now, I'm sure in film study, when they're in the auditorium, hey, Chaz, my man, Chaz, great job. 
but Chaz is going to get no love on the radio. He is not. And that's another thing you bring up, which would have been another feel-good story about the Jets had the Aaron Rodgers thing not happened, is this Gibson guy yes. who we grew to love from Hard Knocks, Jerry, guy who just barely makes the team. Yep. Him and his buddy make the team. Rookie wide receivers, undrafted, very difficult to do. And that dude gets the punt return. Which is awesome. On his fir- In his first game as a Jet. Yep, 100%. That is awesome. Very cool for him. There was a lot to like from last night. Yeah. If you can just, for the moment, put the Rodgers stuff Correct. aside. I do agree. One thing I would like to point out, Jerry, this uh, Jets historic defense, the historic, we're going to be the 85 Bears. Yes. You sure let Josh Allen go right down the field to kick a field, <laughs> kick a tying field goal? Yes, what are we doing? Did. Yes, they did. That uh, the Bills had a couple of good drives last night. They, they did. did. They absolutely did. But the, I mean, the Jets had some good stops too. But I do agree. After they kicked the field goal to take the lead, there was one fifty-one, and yeah, it wasn't fifty-one, and it wasn't. It didn't take them long Dude. to get near midfield. And no, once they get there, now now you're thinking, forget, hold on to win or. To not allow the field goal to get to overtime. Now you're thinking, uh, crap, if they score, we're we're done. Yes. But, yes, you are correct. They they needed to make a big play there. They did not. And that kind of got overlooked because they, they got the punt return. But, man, that kind of ticked me off. I also didn't like how Brees Hall, who is a running back, Jerry, who's got to be probably in the fittest condition of a man can be fit. Guy ran out of gas. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> how long was that run? Was it 84? Uh, was it eighty something yards? I mean, he. I thought he was gone. Yeah, I did too. Because I was I now? I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of the play. Was it Garrett Wilson that was cha- that was trailing the play? He was putting his arms up in the air like he was <laughs> gone, and he was not gone. Not gone. He just like ran out of gas. And well, it's also down. when you think about great runs, like great long runs in the history of the game, like. There's none longer than Tony Dorsett on Monday Night Football was in awesome. Minnesota, where he goes 99 yards, like. He didn't run out of gas and just trail no, off. He did not. <laughs> it's true. I, You know, you're right. You're right. You're not wrong. I want to see how long that right. I think that run was 80-something yards, but I could be wrong. I'm checking for you yes, right granted, now. granted, a very long run. Oh, absolutely. No, no, listen. It was great. I mean, but, but it wasn't like a defender who, you know, a linebacker who picked off a ball and had to run 80-something yards, and you expect them to run out of gas. Brees Hall's long, 83. My man, Xavier Gibson, didn't run out of gas on that punt return. No, he didn't. Well, it was only 65. 65. Yeah, that's true. So, Brees Hall ran out of his, uh, his probably the last 20 yards. Yes. So and then was... literally started sidestepping to it. Like, <laughs> get me out of here. <laughs> Oxygen. Uh, all right, before we do your, 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 your new list, yeah. let's get to the Cowboys, Giants. I know all right. it's all about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, but we yes, can do a couple absolutely. minutes on this. So last night before the Jet game at 7 o'clock, I said, I'm going to put on the 45-minute version of the Giants game. Sure. I just want to see what happened. Because I watched the highlight p- package, that, but I wanted to see in the – and it really was just like I'm I've I've decided I'm not judging the Giants on that game because it was really a series of unfortunate that just happened when it snowballed so quickly. Yep, agreed. And all weird things. You gotta think in the NFL, how often are field goals blocked? They get blocked. They get blocked. But, but then But what set that up though? The offsides, yes, the bad snap, and the bad like right. So put it those things. So in a bad here, snap. So this is when when we talk about the offensive line. Yeah, it's more to just protecting the quarterback when he drops back. The offensive line offsides, bad snap. Now that comes from the center. Last time I checked, 
And then the blocked field goal comes from a missed assignment where he runs free to the ball and could have caught the thing and ran. Yeah. So those three plays have nothing to do with Daniel Jones getting sacked, but those are three offensive line horrible breakdowns. Yes. And then for the ball... To bounce perfectly? <laughs> yes. To be, like, uh, how many times we see, okay, a blocked field goal? Either it gets yeah. blocked and it goes out of bounds, blocked and or it they just... cover it. Yeah, or they someone falls on it. Mm-hmm. The dude on the Cowboys just picked it up and then... Ibananagbi. Was gone. Yeah. So that was so he strange. He didn't run out of gas. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't run out of gas. He didn't run out of he gas. He was no Brees Hall. All right. Then when the Giants get... Again, that's 6 nothing. It's like, that sucks because mm-hmm. the Giants were going in for a score... And now it goes the other way. Missed the extra point. A hey. no big deal. No big deal. Then they, I think they tra- I think they traded punts after that. Yeah. Then the then again the the throw to Barkley, yeah. which is right to him. But uh-huh. there's a guy there to pop him. Right. And then you're telling me the ball pops straight up in the air to a cowboy yeah. who's got a wide open Deron Bland. Another odd thing. Yeah, I agree. So you had those two odd things. And then that was it. Well, no, the that, tie to turn. Yes and no. I, I, you're not wrong on that, but I do think it sounds crazy to say in a forty to nothing game. But I actually think too the missed field goal was a crushing blow. I know it's only three points, but it was a good drive that they deserved points on. And then you've got your money guy who never misses. And where did that go wrong? Snap hold. was rolled to the holder. Now I know that's uh, I don't know who the long and short snapper is for the Giants. My guess is it's not a regular lineman. But once again, that is an offensive line issue where the snap was crap. And while he did get it down, the ball is tilted the wrong way, and then he shanks it left. I mean, the amount of stuff that went wrong for them in that game, you could not have drawn up any other uh, misfortune in yes. that first half. Yeah, it was really yeah. just all, all the bounces went to Cowboys. Yes, way. every single one. And we see every games one. like that. Yes, And it it's happen. weird. It is weird. I said to my producer, Kevin Figures, as this game's going on, I'm like, what? Like, what is going on here? Like, come on. Like, this is actually stupid now. Yeah, and all in a what row, just like bang, bang, bang. Well, do you remember the – I would think you were still watching games at this point. Remember Cowboys-Niners NFC Championship game? The Cowboys had won in 92 and 93. They go back there, 94 season. So I guess it was January 95. They go into Candlestick. And it was a collection of just misfortune to where they were. And I don't remember exactly what it was. But I feel like they were down 21 nothing in a blink with sacks, fumbles, interception. It was like, you know, just balls popping to the wrong guys, like things that we're talking about. It happens. And it sucks. Yeah, that's why I think it's actually great timing that the Giants get the Cardinals. As long as they go play well. Right. Right. You got to somehow wipe. Like, maybe Brian Dayball wants me to come in this week, Jerry. I'll tell the Giants. There's just a series of really misfortunate. What did we say? A series. Of misfortunate incidents. Yes. A, a lot. Series... And lots of misfortune. Yes. It was a lot of dumb luck. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it bouncing. is, listen, you can certainly make the case um, Saquon doesn't have to fumble. Yeah, but even like where the ball hit him and then I, there was I just agree. a guy's helmet right on the ball immediately. Still fumbled the football. He did. There's a lot of guys that take big hits and the ball never comes free. Yeah. But you are right. Once that ball gets popped, the Cowboys at one point fumbled and they fell on the ball. As, <laughs> right, opposed, to the the, as opposed to the Giants recovering it. Right. Right. That, that is was very the true. Thing. The Cowboy mistakes got 
got covered right back up to yes. them. Yes. Yeah. They were able to, yeah. And like Dak wasn't good. I don't I don't think Dak was very good Sunday night. He was okay. Now yeah. he was victimized by a couple of drops by uh, Jake Ferguson, had one that should have been a touchdown. They wound up with a field goal. Uh, Peyton Hendershot missed a wide open pass that was right in his hands. But then Dak missed throws the same way Daniel Jones missed throws. So there was a lot to not like from Sunday night, but I do agree with you. Everything was shoved in their face. Yeah, so they got to somehow get that message across for the players to believe I'm sure that, that was did. a fluke. Yeah, I don't think. And let's go beat up on those Cardinals. I, I really punks. think week one is probably easier to turn the page than, say, you're three and four. It's week eight or nine, and you can start to see where the season's going, and a win is crucial, and you lose 40 to nothing. Maybe you're like, all right, well, this is what we are. Week one, I think you can, as you say, chalk it up to just a mess. A mess. And you just move on. And go win Sunday. That's all. And I don't care if they win by a point, 11 points, or 31 points. Just win Sunday. Get to one and one, and now you reset. Right. A reset. That's all. We That's need a safe. reset. Yeah. You do you gotta... want to go over there with me today to the Giants and do a reset? No, I'm good. I kind of don't want to do it either. I got to go all the way up there, then back. I got to get home, Jerry. Yeah, no. I, plus, you would never go there if your life depended on it. Uh, we're going to... Uh, I got a special guest for you guys today. <laughs> this guy does... Sports talk at the prime time hour of 5 a.m. <laughs> He's got a message for you guys, and I think you need to hear it. Your Dexter Lawrence in the back. Who's this dweeb? <laughs> Who's this dork? <laughs> exactly. All right, are you ready to unveil? I am. All right, so let's just do this the right way. Okay, Jerry. We have more coming up on Aaron Rodgers, of course, yes, and Jets. the Jet win last Jets. night. As you get the sense, that will be the theme all day, and rightly so. But we have played a full week now in the NFL. All 32 teams participated, played, either won or lost. We had no ties. And this is where we now start to unveil and uncover inside the mind of a non-sports fan, (laughs) which is why we call this Al Dukes' fraudulent list of five favorite teams. Thank you, Jerry. Pretty sure the Cowboys are on that list. Here are my list of teams I'm rooting for. Now, Jerry. do you want to review and give us the five that you started with? I don't you, remember. You forgot already. <laughs> yep. Already forgot about those. Jerry, number one, I'm rooting for the New York Jets. Right, I, I like am it. on the Zach Wilson bandwagon. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like this was meant to be. This was meant to be oh, that Aaron Rodgers was to come here, mentor the young man, and get right with him. This injury happened, and Zach Wilson's going to step his game up. Step your game up. Step your game up. (laughs) Number two, Jerry, going old school Dallas Cowboys. Now, you know, hold on. Again, we're doing this. You know, it's one thing to pick them both inside this list when they're playing each other Sunday. So what happens is Could you separate it with the three other teams to where I might forget for a moment? I am rooting for the Jets on Sunday. Oh, my God. Number three. What a fraud list. The undefeated Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Jerry. They are back. No, they did not miss a step without Tom Brady. Mm. We're still rooting for the Buccaneers. Number four. Oh, number four. The Miami Dolphins. Oh, how about that? They are fun to watch. And I got to put them on my list before Tua gets knocked out of a football <laughs> I game. Know. Sadly, that, yes. I so understand. I hope that doesn't happen because they are just a fun team to watch. They got cool uniforms. They play in a beautiful city. Weather-wise, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of... Beaches know, are beautiful. A lot of bad news there's, and crime in Miami. There's bad news everywhere. Uh, and then finally, Jerry, 
I am uh, still on the Detroit Lions now. I'm, right. I'm rooting for the Lions. So it's Jets, Cowboys. So the Giants are off your list. They're off the list for right now. Even though, even though you just made the case <laughs> yes. that everything's still in front of them, everything's Correct. fine. They were on your list last week. Yes. You have now disposed of the Giants. I have. Okay. For just, uh, could, could just be a week. It's unbelievable. I need to keep them off the list. Jets, Cowboys, Buccaneers, Jerry, Dolphins, Detroit Lions. Until next week, Jerry. Al's fraudulent list of five favorite teams. We'll let the music trail us into break. More on Aaron Rodgers and the Jets coming up. Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. Wow, I just think that clip of Derek Jeter is 15 years old now. That's got to be 2008 when they were closing the old Yankee Stadium before the new one opened in 2009. Yeah, Man. these uh, stadiums, even like City Field, I don't know when did that open. Same time, I think it was. I think both were the same year. They opened in 2009. If not, it was 2010. I'd have to check. But they've been around now. For... Uh, yeah, you're right. You know why? Yeah, I remember. I went to the last game at Shea, or one of the last games at Shea was like in 2008. Right. Yep. So there y- you go. Y- Oh, yeah. Yep. It opened in uh, March of 09. March of 09. Jerry, I was just playing Thunderstruck by ACDC, which That's is... That's a big giant song when you're at the stadium for their games. Didn't that what uh, Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. ran into? Uh, is that he, what he did? I, I believe that was the song. I got to the game literally right at half at uh, halftime. Jesus. Right at kickoff last night. I put it on. Yeah. So I didn't see. I saw... I've, I have since seen him run out with the American flag. I didn't see that live, though. Yeah, I saw it on uh, social media, and it looked like it was to Thunderstruck. Nice. Thunderstruck. Very nice. The same person must run the music at MetLife Stadium. Perhaps. For both teams. Very possible. I think that's just a big NFL song Yeah, for whatever reason. They still use, like, crazy train on kickoffs. Like, come on. That night, all these players love the uh, In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Baker Mayfield says he can't, like, get into his routine unless he's listening to that song. Phil Collins. Yeah. In the Air. Mm Mm-hmm. People always go, uh, you know, that song was about Phil Collins once saw a man drowning in the water and didn't save him, and it's always haunted him. Okay. But when you ask Phil Collins what it's about, it's about his marriage. He felt like he was drowning in his marriage. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he said. And sadly, the poor guy's doing concerts in a chair right now because he's broke. Right, because he keeps, uh, and he married the same woman twice, and then she took his money twice. Jesus. My goodness. Oh, my. It fell for her once and then twice. Yeah, they got remarried. Ooh, can she fool him a third time? <laughs> yeah, it's a sad, well, so sad. Oh, my God. Joe Beningo took to Twitter yesterday, Jerry. And Did he really? Yeah, and uh, simply tweeted out, the pain is real, bro. You can't make it up. All right. That, and that sounds like that was Joe. Yes. Because I don't, I don't think Joe actually does the tweeting usually. Yeah, I think his wife does it for him. But he must, he must say, open the... Open the Twitter, tweet this out. This I did is what see I would like to Joe say. Namath tweeted. Oh, yes. Do you think that was really Joe Namath? I do. It started with a phew, <laughs> P-H-E-W. Or do you think, like you're saying, that, did Joe Namath type that out on his phone? I think he did. Or did he call someone and say, hey, tweet this out? I get the sense Joe Namath at this stage of his life yeah. likes being Joe Namath. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else he's got going on. Yeah. But when he wants to be heard, he's going to send something out there. Right. That's what I think. And I saw a lot of people. I saw Patrick Mahomes. I saw Kevin Durant. People uh, tweeting support for sure Aaron Rodgers and well wishes. Yeah, I'm sure. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So you think that the Jets will go out and get a backup quarterback, not somebody to come in like uh, the people on social media want, 
an immediate go. Yeah, I don't think blank. they're going out and signing Tom Brady or Jameis Winston or Sarah or trading for Cooper Rush or I think they're going to try and trade for another backup, um, I would think, and someone that can maybe push Wilson so he doesn't get comfortable knowing he's the starter every week. But I think this is Zach Wilson's job. I do. But I do think the Jets are going to have to go out there and look for somebody. Yeah. Um, here was the tweet from Namath. Phew, what a night. Congratulations on a big win against a top-notch team, Zach. You done well. It was a solid team effort on both sides of the ball, no doubt. And like the rest of Jets Nation, I'm hoping for a speedy recovery for Aaron. I think that's Joe Namath. You think he's out there punching that in, but probably on a laptop. I don't see him being able to type on a phone. I think he's probably on the phone. Got those uh, fingers probably got mangled when he was playing. How many followers on X do you think Joe Namath has? Uh, 125,000. You're good, 100.3,000. Okay. Good job by you. Good job. Another thing that kind of is going to get overlooked over here is this Jordan Whitehead with three interceptions, Jerry. The third one specifically. The other two. I don't know what the hell Josh Allen's doing. I mean, the first one you can make the case, eh, it's third and long, it's a punt, fine. The second one, you're throwing into double coverage. On the, I, It's just a bad throw. The third one, I thought he made a really nice yeah. play on the ball. How about that? game? One game into the season, you've got three picks. Right. Well, here's the Freaking thing, though. awesome. Let's fast forward. Does he still have three picks in December? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> he better get three a game now, Jerry. He's on pace now, Al, for 30 and 51 interceptions. <laughs> Damn. That's got to be a record. Three yeah, a game? That would be something. So this is going to be some defensive battle on uh, Sunday between the Jets and Cowboys. Yeah, you would think. Absolutely. Right? You would think so. Seems to be a, uh, will be a low-scoring game. You've got two teams that can really get after the quarterback. The Cowboys had seven sacks Sunday night. The Jets had five last night. The Cowboys forced several turnovers. The Jets forced four. They had the three picks, and the and they actually forced Josh Allen into two fumbles. They recovered one. The other one they didn't. Um, the Jets recovered. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think two teams that have relatively good special teams play, although both Teams maybe kicking-wise. I mean, Zerloin's fine. The Cowboys, I have no idea with his Aubrey guy. But, yes, this should be, which tells you that the final score will be 45 to 42. <laughs> right. Track meet, as they say. Why does kicking suck so much now in the NFL? It used to be, like, automatic. Like, you had, you're hitting your extra points every time. You're hitting well, the field goals you should be hitting. Now there are certain teams that just cannot get a good kicker. I think a couple of things. Number one, they're kicking from further out than ever. And a guy misses a 47-yard field goal, we think he's a bum. You know how far 47 freaking yards is to kick a ball? But we just look at it like, as football fans, at least for me, I see a team get to the 30-yard line. I'm like, all right, they got three points. It's, but really, that's still a 48-yard field. It's still far. But we just assume it's an easy kick. The extra points are no longer from 20 yards away. They're from 30-something or whatever the number is now. So those have become more difficult. And I think the biggest thing is the players are bigger, stronger, longer, and faster. And they're not just giving up on these plays. Like, they're coming after you. So everything has got to be perfect and quick. And so if timing gets thrown off just slightly, right or wrong, the kicker sometimes is going to... Even the kick that uh, was Bass made last night. He's lucky that thing snuck in after it clanks off the, yes. uh, the upright. But And you also... I mean, you've been on a football field. You see how thin these things are? <laughs> I mean, it's not easy. Yeah, I don't know how sometimes the referees know whether it's good or not. There are times when it goes over the top of the of the upright. You sit there and wonder. Like, I like when they look at each other. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> good, good, right? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. It's true. I preferred when the uh, extra point was a given. 
That's fine. Like I loved the like. You don't you like miss, it being a meaningful play now. Yeah, like yeah. it's a mean, especially when it's coming down to in a fourth quarter. Yeah, and you need seven to tie the game, and you got six, and you got to trot some guy out there you don't trust. The majority of them are still made, but it's not like a ninety nine percent play anymore. Yeah, I don't know what the percentage is, but if I had to guess, I would say it's probably in the eighty percentile right. range, where one out of every. I don't even know. Maybe even 90%. One out of every 10 is missed. Because there were, there were a bunch missed on Sunday. Yeah. So it does happen. All right, we're going to take a break real quick. We'll come back and wrap it up. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Right now, Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on Guess What? The Topic of the Night. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, we've got about a minute left or so. The big story other than Aaron Rodgers. Well, just this uh, punk Darius Tony, Jerry. <laughs> Former giant wide receiver who cost the Chiefs their first game because think, he kept dropping balls. I think this is actually pretty funny. <laughs> he took to uh, social media and posted pictures of uh, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley looking dejected as the Cowboys were also celebrating. Put it all together and wrote, nah, don't get quiet now. Now, my guess is, and I'm pretty sure I'm right about this. All right. He got murdered online. <laughs> after after that. that game, yeah. So he was just waiting for something to write back. And that's not to me. I don't think that's to the Giants or to Daniel Jones. That is to the Giant fan. Yeah, you're right. That's what that is. It's fun. I, I like this little battle we might have all season long. Kadarius Tony versus Giant fans. Well, Kadarius Tony better make sure he starts catching some balls. Yeah. Otherwise, he's going to find himself in uh, one of these other Fugazi leagues. Yes. Let's like, do that first. Like the USFL or XFL or Arena right. Football League. Let's so uh, you might have a battle all year yeah. long. He's got to start catching the ball though. Oh, and that dude on the Chiefs, Chris Jones, ended his whole out. One I year, see. yeah, one, one year, year up deal to, up to nineteen point five million dollars. They call that Jerry incentive like, we laden. Could, we couldn't figure that out the other day. Exactly. WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD One, New York, always live on the free Odyssey app.